0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: David Locke, the voice of the jazz, joins us here. Not only one of the great voices in the NBA, but the king of all social media, which we will get to a little bit later on. Uh, First of all, explain to people in Boston what on earth is with all this triple overtime nonsense? We've never really seen this in the NBA before.
2: Three times in the last... About 50 games we've played. We've played three or more overtimes, including one four. Tyrone, Jerry Sloan, in all of his years with the Utah Jazz, coached two three-overtime games. Tyrone Corbin's already done three. Wow. How's that for your perspective on this whole thing? It's It's been a little nutty. All
1: right, the first thing when we see the Jazz, everybody gets excited about Al, and we'll get to his progress. And, you know, he was such a popular player here. But what – People don't realize, we're going to talk about this with Doc Rivers a little bit later on, when people in this league are searching for young bigs and they're so few and far between, it's almost like there's a clown car when Utah comes to town of all these young, talented bigs.
2: Well, everybody in Utah is like, what are we going to do about our log jam? Yeah. And our, our, GM, our GM, Dennis Lindsay now, and our executive vice president, Kevin O'Connor, they're like, it, you know, it's like having too many left hand pitchers, right? Like It's the same concept. So we do probably have too many bigs. Favors should probably play a little bit more than he does, and Cantor should probably play a little bit more than he does. But, okay, unless someone's going to give you something for it. And I, and I don't know how it's all going to play out. To some extent, from an organizational standpoint, their viewpoint is we'll take as many data points in as we possibly can. There's no need to make the decision yet. And maybe some things will happen to make the decision for us. But, yeah, they, we got four guys we're going to roll out tonight that are probably would start all four of them would start on some teams in the NBA. I mean, if Jonas Valančiūnas is starting in Toronto and Bismack Biombo's is getting time, he's terrible in Charlotte, uh, all four of them would, <laughs> would play. No seriously,
1: uh, what do you really think of? So, no,
2: <laughs> he's really terrible. Uh, you know, the guys who've never played the game so we draft them because we think they'll develop. That's really worked never. that's yeah, good.
3: <laughs> okay. It's true. Well, Shining wait, light. I'm sorry, Cedric. You it is, its, you ver- it's very people. rare.
1: It's very rare when we get somebody who actually uh. talks like we do that comes on the show and,
3: you know, actually. Uh, have an opinion that yeah. says somebody's bad.
2: Yeah. Doesn't always go over well, does it?
3: Oh, well, I mean, that's how it is. I think the thing about Utah, the fact of the matter that you have all those bigs, eventually somebody's going to break down. Then somebody else steps in. So as long as you have them, it's like Danny Ainge would say at the end of the day, you always have these bargaining chips that if something good comes up that is really good, it's going to change the dynamics of your team, then I think you could make that move. Here's
2: the one that I think we all forget. League average is that every player in the league, on average, misses between seven and nine games a year. Okay, that's the league average. That the average player in the league plays 73 whoa, whoa, games Bo- a year. Booney didn't miss any games. I know, he defies average. And, and, and I average. missed about seven for my career. But, I mean, it, it could be as simple as somebody goes down and misses 50, right? But... If you on league average miss that then that means that if you've got four bigs and on average they're all gonna miss nine games, well for a quarter of the season you only have three bigs. By you know, so to some extent these whole ideas that you have too many players in a position in a league that is that wears people out is Kind of a misnomer.
1: Too many quarterbacks, second quarterback, third quarterback. Obviously, unless it's Tebow. Uh, Max is making. Yeah, exactly. Max is because that's working out well. Is also Uh, Max making reference to Ron Boone, by the way? And if uh, kids, you don't know who he is, log on to your iPad there and look at Basketball Reference for the ABA all-time. The original, the
3: original chief. That's Ron Boone. That was his name. And he he actually played. He
2: played his one thousand and forty-one consecutive games without doing cute little things like playing two minutes through an injury.
3: Yeah.
2: Wow. All right, see we can we can look all this stuff up, and you can follow Ron on Twitter, too. I got Ron tweeting.
1: All right, you started it. You, you that's that's in the comments. I've given up. There's no you know chance why? it's ever gonna happen with Max. The
2: best, because he has the best handle of all time. What's his handle? One thousand forty one straight.
1: Nice. See Max, you can come up with something clever like that for your like. Climb on my back. At climb on my back. We're that talking about your how you're on Twitter. Max somebody's won't gonna, do it, but you're modern and it. you'll do
3: it. Well, you do it for me. He didn't tell you that, did he? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Where we didn't learn how to type, you know. So
3: <laughs> I got a nice handle then. I, I got divorced. That's what it's going to be. She got half. She got half. Will no be your, okay. your Twitter how about handle about that? All right. uh, at
1: Locked On Sports, by the way, is David Locke's Twitter handle, and I mention it. You know, we try to mention it for everybody, but you sort of. Some people have been very reluctant. Some people have done it, like myself, grudgingly, sort of going to it because that's where the game is. But uh, you have completely jumped into this full force, A, why, and B, how much do you enjoy, how much has it enhanced the job with every, all the other elements that you've added to it? So I would say
2: two things. Why? Because uh, why? I actually think it's great. I, I, I'm not actually interested in doing this job where I talk to the fans 82 times a year. I'm interested in doing the job where I talk. To, I, I host a 15 minute podcast every morning of the entire year.
1: Max, why aren't you ever on that 15 minute podcast? Okay. It's the bright and early in the morning.
2: Uh, you know, I'll, Max, if you want to do a podcast, we can set that up. Uh, and and I love that. I mean, sometimes you know it's June and there's nothing going on. It's tough. But frankly, a Jazz fan, particularly in Utah, cares about the Jazz 365 days a year. They don't have the Patriots and the Red Sox and the other things. So if our fan base and it's sure it's a niche fan. You know, we're probably I'm. I'm to the niche. The other one is, I go back to when I wasn't doing this and I was a fan and of all teams I was a fan of was the Utah Jazz. My dad was in business in Utah. That was my team starting in, I remember, nine years old and driving, you know, where there's now a freeway on a regular street and caring about and wanting information and so I try to provide that information to the fans as much as I can. I love it, actually. I find it, you know, it's a little all-consuming but I love it and the other one from a play-by-play announcer standpoint, the amount you and I, I know you do too, prep, and the amount of, I use about 10% of the stuff that I prepare. It is a way to get all so that Twitter stuff clear off the... Uh, right, Twitter. Well,
1: literally, what do you call your post-game blog? Emptying the noggin. Exactly, and that's what it is. It's all the stuff you sort of prepared. You can actually right. put it out there, and if you people know, want it, they can...
2: Rajon Rondo's clutch numbers I got today, and yes. the way we've... Which I are, saw
1: that. Let's point out that it, are, which, when he shoots in the clutch, for the record, sure. for when he shoots in the clutch, it's because the offense broke down he has to take a shot too on the shot clock but obviously most players numbers are pretty bad right uh, and and so
2: i got that out there and if we are anywhere how we have been the last four times we've been in this building i will never use those tonight (laughs) because there'll be no clutch minutes so at least i tweeted those out all
1: right real quick before we finish up uh, there was fans really fell in love with the the team here in the mid-2000s with delante west with a lot of the young players and kendrick perkins Al jefferson fans they didn't really appreciate at the time how much farther they had to go, but they really fell in love with them, and Al especially. You know, he'll get a great ovation when he comes into the game. People still haven't forgotten, even though it's been six years since he was dealt away. Uh, what kind of player has he become? What kind of leader has he
2: become? Well, one, I think the Utah fans are doing that right now with him. It took a little while for us to embrace him. I think he got scarred a little bit in Minnesota with some stuff. Uh, but he is truly one of the best dudes I have ever been around. I mean, he is just pure as... As you can be, he's not looking for any sideshows. He's not faking you out. And that, in turn, has meant that he takes Ennis Cantor, particularly, and Derek favors some, under his wing and is absolutely helping develop the guys that are going to replace him. And he does it because, as he says, it's the right thing to do. And he truly believes that. He is trying as hard as he possibly can on the defensive end. He's not good on the defensive end, but it's not because he doesn't care. It's not because he's decided, I'm just getting my 20 and 10, and I don't give a crap. He has worked in a P3 in Santa Barbara all summer the last two years, trying to increase lateral quickness. He is. You'll notice he's a little quicker, but you know what? When you pull him out to the floor at 25 feet, as are most bigs in this league, he really scuffles, and he scuffles a little bit more than others. You put him in the post, just having to guard a guy in the post, he's pretty darn good at that, but he... Everything about him is as good and true as can be. It's just
3: really neat to see. He's right, just a nice person. And as you said, he grew up here in Boston. That's why people embraced him. Uh, they felt like this one of their kids went away. Um, but Al Jefferson is a guy I really embraced because he was such a great personality. But not only that, was a great post presence. And I like to have guys who are in the paint that score the way Al able to score.
2: Can I share two things? One, he and I were talking about that today. Coming here, I asked him how much it reminds him of favors and Cantor. He said, no, those guys are from Atlanta and Istanbul. I was from a town that was smaller than this yep. arena. That was his exact quote. The other one is, Al and Ennis and Cantor play what I call Simon Says in the post. So Al does the craziest move he can come up with with all of his amazing footwork, and then he makes Cantor what he, he calls his big rookie still. Now it's the big turkey, and he um, – does all the moves? The other I've never seen this before. It tells you a little bit about how talented Cantor is. Who's by the way his brother lives here in Boston, going to school out here. He's doing it before the preseason game. Thirty minutes later in the game, Cantor does the exact move that Al taught him
3: five minutes before a game. As a former player, think about that. Only no, one that I've ever nobody seen. Nobody do does that. that. Only one that ever saw that was Hakeem Olajuwon. Yep.
1: David Locke, Voice of the Jazz, we appreciate the time as always. We're looking forward to going back to Salt Lake City because we missed the, uh, missed the stop last year again we at sk- Sports. Get, I'm
2: going to get Cedric on skis before we get him on Twitter, right?
1: I think I'll put it this way. I believe you have an equal chance of both okay. of those things happening. David Locke, the Voice of the Jazz, joining us at our full core press. will go around the NBA next on the WEEI Celtics radio network.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?